Here we go. Episode 48, Aji's podcast. There he is, Harry Mays, Jason Martinez, a little dinner time edition. Harry? Yeah, man, coming to you live on a on a Thursday evening. Uh, 58 degrees it was today, Jason. I actually got out and uh, walked a couple of holes of golf. I got three rounds in last week. Wow. Uh, it's this, I love this mild weather. It's just fantastic. This is what the way winter is supposed to be in Pennsylvania. This is um this is the winter of Harry. Yes, you it get is. three rounds in in one week. That's a that's bonus material. A total bonus, absolutely. And I'm going to get more in next week apparently. But I just see now I'm wearing a green shirt, and you can see right through to my background, uh, right through my my body. Oh, is that right? Let's yeah, see here. See I'm, I'm going to zoom it in a little bit, Harry. Oh, I it can. Yeah, up, yeah. It picks up the the you know the uh, the green screen in the back if you wear a green shirt. Yeah, you look like you have a massive tracheotomy and a V-neck hair. Right, right. Your head is that... floating, actually. Interesting, yes. <laughs> Enough of this green screen. Can you just get rid of this stupid green screen? <laughs> no. Why? Well, I... What's in the background there that you're covering up, Harry? Is there a I dead body use... in there? Well, I have to use this for the, the shit I do with Aton. But this so... is an Aton. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I showed I know, up. No, but I, I don't need. See, this is what you don't need with with all this. This is intrusive to me. The fact that everything is on video now. Yeah. Like I got into radio because I, you know, it, it seemed like fun. You could wear whatever you wanted to wear. It, you know, you didn't have to dress up. It didn't matter how you looked. Mm-hmm. You just went on, flipped on the switch, and it was your voice, and that was it. Now everything's on goddamn video. Yeah. So a you got to, you know, you got to sort of clean up, and. If I don't have this green screen, some douche is going to be focusing in on a book that I have on my shelf yeah. and, and blowing it up it, and saying, hey, look, look what's on your bookshelf. Yeah. I don't need you, that shit. You have the art of war, Harry. Yeah, exactly. Sung Tzu. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it'll be some exactly. kind of issue then. And exactly. they'll try and cancel you. Harry. Right. Right. You are not cancelable. I don't think so. I don't you're think not so. T- you're not stupid with what you say either. You know, no, you do have do. somewhat of a filter. I do. I do. I'm not on the no filter network. <laughs> We're going to get to him. Yeah, I know. Because on the no filter network, he had a proposal. We're going to get to that in a moment. Let's tell the people first about Psalm Sleep. Uh, you know, you're watching this podcast now. We're getting closer to bedtime. Uh, certainly not time to hit the rack yet. Uh, Evan's got a late game tonight, Har. Uh-huh. 915 puck drop at uh, Ice Line. Little varsity wow. rust in action against I'll Evan be watching Rose. the Sony Open at 915, drinking well, vodka. I was going to send you a link to Live Barn to check in on the boy, <laughs> on the lad. You know, it's funny you say that, though, because I'm going to a hockey game this weekend. You're yeah. never going to believe this. I'm glad you teed me up for this. You didn't even realize it. I'm going to the Reading Royals game on wow. Saturday afternoon at 4 o'clock up in Reading. And it's not because of the hockey game. I'm going to leave immediately after the first period's over. Trust me. But my nephew is playing in a he's a jazz he's in a jazz band. He's in like junior high school, high school, and he mm-hmm. plays in a in a jazz band. He's the drummer. And they're actually going to be performing pregame in the concourse, I believe. And oh, then cool. during the period break between the first and second period. So as soon as his his little set is over, I'm bolting for the door, coming home and watching football. But I will wow. be at the Reading Royals game for one period. Who are they playing, Harry? Do you know? Um, Reading, 
I don't have that schedule is memorized. It, well, I don't know the other teams in that league. Is it Adirondack? Is that a, is that a team, team in that I believe league? That is a team. Yes, I think it might be Adirondack, but don't quote me on that. Okay, I'll give you I'll give you exactly who it is here as I bring up their schedule. So yeah. you're there this Saturday. Yeah, it's Adirondack. Saturday. Yeah, Seven Adirondack. Puck drop. Yeah. Yep. No, no, it, no. It's no. at four o'clock. Four. Yeah, the game's I see seven four. here on the uh, calendar. Act. Well, you're looking on the wrong fucking date. Well, it's January four o'clock. 15th. It's four o'clock. Well, they may, may have moved it from the original printing of the schedule to a prime time matchup with the Adirondack squad. No, no, because if this is prime time, I'm not going. <laughs> okay. I did hear they have a heavy pour in that arena, though, Hack. Oh, they do? Yeah. That's, of course, the Reading Royals are in the East Coast Hockey League, or how we call it in hockey parlance, the coast. The the coast. Yeah, that's the coast. That's like the step down from the AHL. Matter of fact, Flyers prospect Zade Wisdom, I think third round pick a couple of years ago, just got sent from the uh, the Phantoms, the Lehigh Valley Phantoms, down to the Reading Royals. So you'll be able to see Zade mm. uh, play coming up on Saturday. Now, this actually says it's at 3 p.m. on Saturday, January oh. 14th. The Friday game, they play Adirondack. That's a 7 o'clock game. Okay. Friday the 13th. You know okay, that is yeah. Friday the 13th coming up? Yeah, tomorrow. Yeah. Um, it, it, it's That hockey is a lot less structured here. Yeah. But it's entertaining. It's a it little is. crazy, a little all over the place. I mean, the players are good. Yeah. These are pro players, you Did, know. Didn't your boy Quick play for the Reading Royals way back exactly in the day? Exactly right. After yeah. playing at UMass Amherst. Harry. That's right. See, made I know a to, little bit about all this shit. Yep. Made his yeah. way to the Los Angeles Kings and won a couple of cups along the way. That's Still right. Still kicking, he, too. He was one of your favorite guys. Still is. Love him. Yeah. Absolutely. He's a little shot at this point, though. Yeah, but, I, I would imagine. Yeah. Yeah, especially the way he plays. Now, uh, Colin Berger, who is a very uh, loyal listener to to all the shows that I'm a part of, says that some say I have a face for radio, but I think you look like a true strapper. Wow. <laughs> Harry's available for a date on Saturday night to the Reading Royals game there, Colin, if you want to pick it's him up and Saturday drive him. Not, not he Saturday. needs a driver. <laughs> no, my wife is driving. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, got, I, I, I should have known. <laughs> Come on, man. You think the I'm driving up you there? Got. God Come damn. on. Chauffeur, cook, maid, <laughs> you name it. Maid? No, we have a maid. <laughs> she's actually uh you she ukrainian. makes enough money to have a maid she's romanian and then she brings a ukrainian with her is that right yes since the ukraine war started harry i found the ukrainian woman very attractive not because of the war but just because i think the women of that region are very attractive it took the war for you to figure that out no i wasn't exactly scouring uh ukrainian women on the internet prior well to see war. you've never gone to gentlemen's clubs that's no, I problem. have. Oh, you have? <laughs> I just didn't ask what nationality they were. Okay. I mean, come on, man. I was there with a fistful of ones ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right, let's tell the people about Psalm Sleep. You're going to have to remain there for more than a period on, on no. Saturday, too, for the game. No, I'm watching I'm one need a full period. record on Stick to Hockey Live Monday. I'm what watching his, his performance in between periods, and then I'm leaving because I got to go home and watch football. Uh, we got playoffs starting on Saturday. Uh, but if you're having trouble getting enough sleep at night, Psalm Sleep has you covered. The scientifically advanced Psalm Stack includes ingredients that are naturally found in your body, like GABA, magnesium, and melatonin. And sleep is, of course, the best form of recovery. It's helped N4L founder Colin Thompson take his game to the next level. It's quite simple. All you do is drink one serving just 30 minutes before bed. 
and your body will naturally calm itself down. Now, other sleep supplements, they might leave you groggy in the morning, but not some sleep. You're going to wake up feeling refreshed and ready to conquer the day. Make sure you check them out at GetSom.com. That's G-E-T-S-O-M.com. Use the code G's, J-E-E-Z, for 10% off your order. Nice. So. And uh, you get some good sleep. Watch the football over the weekend. It's going to be an intriguing weekend. Harry, yeah. I, I want before we get kind of going here too. I, I want to tell people to leave us a five star rating and review. No, yeah, all right, that'll help grow the podcast, um, and let more people know about it. This is kind of a grassroots effort with this podcast. Yeah, we got a couple of reviews that came in over the past couple of uh, weeks. Really? Matter of, yeah, uh, Am Christides Christides says you guys always had great chemistry together, and so far here you still do. Mm. Five star review. Oh, I appreciate that. Now, I, I think like once you have chemistry, I don't know that you lose it. Do you? Yeah. I, not in my experience. Right. I mean, you know, as long as one guy doesn't get like, you know, Mike and the Mad Dog where one guy thinks he's the, right. the whole thing. Yeah, that that's that doesn't happen here. I've got the, the lowest ego you've ever seen of anybody in this business. Yeah, mine's dropping by the day, too, Harry. <laughs> is, is it really? Yeah. <laughs> Even the oh. micro doses aren't raising the ego like I really? had planned. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, Scrapple Joe left us a, a five-star rating and review and said, we got hockey action, yo. He said, great podcast, Philly sports, hockey talk, balls being busted, metal music. It's all here. It's all here. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> what is it? Mikey Delaney? Mikey Delaney. Yeah. Or is that Mickey? Mickey? That's Mickey Delaney. Yes. Yeah. Hello, Hi, Mickey. Jason. Hi, yeah. Harry. <laughs> Remember, remember that guy? What was his name? Oh, um, Henry from Tampa. Henry? Yeah, that's right. It was great. Egan hit me on an Eric from Trenton the other night in my ear during a Flyers broadcast. And I was like, wow, I haven't heard that in so long. Wow. And I almost forgot how to do the impersonation of Eric from Trenton. Oh, yeah. Right. I left the putter there for you, fame yeah, fist. That's my, right. Did you get the putter? I mean, Jesus. Oh, so uh, great. Look at this. John Shelton messages in and says, love seeing the Merp breakdowns today on YouTube. Need a breakdown next time of the Line A Rister. Line A that, Rister. That was the one you were there for, Harry. <laughs> I'm doing Baldy style breakdowns, Harry, of hockey. Are you? Flyers. Yeah. So what, video. What, do you, what do you call them? You got you have to have a hashtag that, and call them something catchy like the Baldy breakdowns. Yeah. Oh, I just called it Merp's breakdown. No. Oh. It's, it doesn't have the same ring as Baldy. No, breakdowns, you, though, you need some alliteration. You. you need a you need a, a word that starts with M. An M. Hmm. Yeah, we'll have to figure that out. We'll have to get a think tank together. Yeah, can we call Nahagian and get the big notepad in the conference room to figure this out? <laughs> oh uh, God! Oh. Yeah, but they're good. They're fun to do, and you know, I'm not doing it like Baldy, where I'm just using my cell phone and videoing my computer. Yeah, I'm actually sharing the video technologically so oh okay and baldy's very grassroots like that yeah you know that's, I, what i love about baldy stuff though and it's it's always the way he it was the way he did radio too there's always this it's like a yeah. like a big breath starts mm -hmm. it do you ever notice that he's like a beluga whale surfacing for air harry <laughs> right yes that and the sipping of the coffee to oh Oh, oh my god! Classic, absolutely classic. I would want to crash my car like during a meat locker <laughs> and, when he's eating the Wendy's with two chicken sandwiches as the bun as and the, the bun, 
and burger in the middle. Yes. And, and sipping his coffee as oh. loudly as possible. I would look, he would get one of my looks whenever he did that. And I'm looking at him. And you know the way I'd sit in the chair, yeah. right? Warm and him I'd, up. I'd just give him that look. And, and he'd look at me and start laughing because he'd mm. like, he'd he knew. know. He knew yeah. exactly what was. That was the signal. Now, were you looking out of the top of the glasses there, Harry? Probably. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Whenever I would walk by the studio working with Mike and you were Bruno, you'd be there, one arm up like this, one on the phone. Uh-huh. Right? right and I'd right. walk by and you yeah, give it I one of those, look yeah. out of the top of the lenses <laughs> for the progressives. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Let's get to Bruno because okay, he's been stag for many years. Now, Miss Robin's been obviously a, a huge part of his life. I think 15 years, Harry? Uh, yeah, at, at least. Yeah. Yeah. And she's yeah. not just his girlfriend. Let's, no. let's be honest. Here. I mean, she's, she's like a, his, his keeper. She's his caretaker. Yes. Is really what he, it's almost like, it's, it's almost like Jill Biden is to Joe Biden. Like with a leash in the whole you thing. Know? I mean, like he can't go anywhere without her. Like it's, Sharon Osbourne and Ozzy. Yes. That's a perfect <laughs> one. <laughs> Sharon. He'd be walking around like when he came to YSV when I was working there uh -huh. and Sharon brings him uh -huh. and he's just like, yeah. and Sharon's like, Ozzy, come over here, Ozzy. This, this way. <laughs> he's a helicopter. <laughs> you know, he's a maniac. Going in the wrong to... door. Yeah. Up the wrong door. It's a closet. <laughs> yeah. When I, when I worked at WIP, the little programming office there at Tubala, mm -hmm. like you walk back to this area and there was a, like a supply closet on the right, the morning show office, Angelo's office right there. Mm -hmm. The next to that was my office. And next to it was Andy Bloom's office or Tom Lee, whoever was PD. And outside of that was like a cubicle set up for Jill, who was our um, programming assistant. And one day we're just sitting there and just, you know, whatever working. And in walks Bill Campbell. Oh, baby. Love that and he guy. just walks in and he walks right into the supply closet. <laughs> Jill turns around to me and goes, did Bill Campbell just go in there? I said, I think so. And like a minute later, he comes out. Oh, that's not where I was going. Looking for the bathroom. I was like, what the hell is going on? How was he do? in there? What was he doing in there? I don't know. There's no light. Like, he didn't pee in the closet, did he? He was looking. Oh, well, that was, I probably did that. Yeah, you probably would do that. Yeah. <laughs> he was looking for some paper mill as wipes, you know, the big stacks of paper. Oh, my. Yeah. Wow. Oh, baby. <laughs> <laughs> he was looking for the bathroom. Yeah. It was so bizarre. Um, but Bruno, so on his No Filter Network on the show, I want to play yeah. this. This was uh, two Friday nights ago, I think. Is that what it was? Or, or was it last Friday night? I can't even keep it straight. Well, they brought you in. So obviously you were in on the gag, right? Yeah. Yeah. He had texted me that like the day before asking okay. me if I would be available like two days before. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, of course I'm like, what time? Because, you know, I know he does this stuff in the evening Yeah, and you know, I'm like, it's a, it's a Friday. Like that's asking a lot for me to, you know, be vertical number yeah. one. So, and you know, be able to perform. Mm -hmm. And he said seven o'clock and I said, okay, so that means you need me at seven. He goes, yes. It'll, and I said, for how long will you need me? And he said about 20 minutes. So I'm like, done. No problem. I ended up being on for the whole two hours. Of course you did. Yeah. Well, because I, I felt bad. No, yeah. but I, fe I felt bad because the other two guys that were supposed to be on with me, Andrew Siciliano from the NFL Network yep. and Tim Cates, who was his uh, producer on Into the Night, who does stuff out in L.A. He's 
he uh, does a lot of UCLA stuff because he went to mm-hmm. UCLA. And they had just played that day uh, in football, I believe. I think they had a bowl game. Okay. And so he's on there doing the post game for this freaking football game. So he was compromised. Like he couldn't come on, but for only a couple of minutes and he bolted. So I'm like, and then Siciliano's buying a freaking car while we're doing this. He's at some uh, Prius dealership in suburban Los Angeles, buying an electric car before the end of the year, I guess to get some sort of tax break probably. And so he's like encumbered. I'm the only one devoting my full attention to this segment. And so I then both of those guys, poof, they're gone. And I'm like, well, I can't leave. Yeah, what am I going to do? Just leave him and Miss Robin here I now? I can't do that to him. So I stayed in for the, the full two hours. So by the end of the two hours, I had start and get, started getting a little inebriated. Yeah. You <laughs> so know? you're having some good cocktails. Yeah. I was low-key faded by the end of the show. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so here it is. Here's Bruno and yeah. the proposal to Miss Robin. Let's make this as big as possible here. Let me remove right. the... Uh, the background here for a brief moment, Harry, so we can get the full scope. Here's Bruno proposing to Miss Robin on the program uh, just the other a couple of weeks ago, like Harry said. I'm sorry, guys. I know we had uh, yeah. some technical problems. I want Ro- Robin. Can you please? Because right. I'm trying to run this thing here. What do you, you know, mean? we got some problems with the sound. He's trying to pull one over right. on her. This is a lie. You're cutting it out. I got to go fix the other side here. Robin, oh you do this. Right, I'll do that. Tony, this- I don't hear anything wrong. All over the studio. Look, it's all working, Tony. Breaking news. See, nothing was nothing was wrong. Yeah. For how many years now? Fifteen years. He wanted to give her a bump, bumpty bump. (laughs) That's what he said. I've been giving you that for fifteen years. I got something to say right now. I want to give you. I've been giving you one of those. (laughs) Still in stick. Give you one of these. What are you doing? Robin, the music. Will you marry me? (laughs) Now she legit didn't know. That's amazing. Yeah. Handshake. And she is crumbled. This is a touching moment, Harry. Yeah. Hey, Robin, which button is for the applause? <laughs> that from the Prius dealership there, Harry? Up in the yes. top left. Up there. Hit that one up in the top. <laughs> He's hitting drops. Oh, I can't even. What? But, but the fact that he goes, I've been giving you one of these. <laughs> yeah. Everything is a drop. His whole life. Nothing. Nothing. You know, if he doesn't have that soundboard, he's lost. Yeah. He's freaking out. <laughs> It's so funny. Holy cow. That is, yeah. I saw that because you liked it and I saw it on my Twitter feed. Yeah. I'm like, that is awesome. Yeah. So she made him an honest man finally, Harry. He yes. swore, I think, for years he wasn't going to get oh, married I again. I know. Yeah. I mean, at this point, I mean, all that she does for him. Oh, I know. He could do is I mean, they're common law married anyway. Mm-hmm. If that thing, if that's still a thing, I don't even know if that is, is a thing. I'm sure it is. You know, when you're together, you certain, I, forget how, I forget how many years it is, but it, it, it used to become a common law marriage. Yeah, I think it was like you know. 10 years if is you're with 10? somebody. Yeah, because yeah, you can claim the taxes together and the whole thing. Right. But that's a touching moment from Bruno. I can't believe yeah. he did it and did it on the air, too. Well, you always can do it. Well, of course, everything's on the air. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's the thing with those guys, with those those lifer guys, like Angelo. Like, everything is on the air. Everything's on yeah. the show. Everything's content. Yep. Now, no. is there going to be like a ceremony, Harry, and you're going to be like the best man? I am not. I'm not going. The buckled ceremony. best man, as they call no. it. He should just. He should run away and do it as a uh, elope. He so should hit go the to courthouse. Hit the Dade County courthouse. Go to Key West and just elope. Hey, they they should go for their you know after party at Shots and Giggles. That's Harry. exactly right. 
because it's that time of year. The cold weather is here, although it's pretty mild here right now, but it's still wintertime, Jason. It's time to migrate to the southernmost city in the continental United States. That's Key West, Florida. And our friends over at Shots and Giggles have the go-to locals and want-to-be locals bar in Key West. It's behind Sloppy Joe's, nestled next to Tattoos and Scars Saloon, right off of Green Street. Shots and Giggles is known for its relaxed atmosphere, cold drinks, and always having a game on any of their five TVs. The owners, Steve and Hanya, have been based in Key West for over 18 years now, enjoying the sunshine and the small town feel. And even though Steve is from San Jose, California, you'll oft, often see him around town sporting Eagles jerseys. He's an Eagles fan. Hanya's a diehard uh, Washington Commanders fan from Annapolis, Maryland. And, and you'll also, also watch her. You know, she wears this I Hate Dallas t-shirt. So Eagles yeah. fans, will be, they'll be cool with her. So when you're down in the Keys this winter, stop by Shots and Giggles. Hang out with the awesome bartenders, grab a drink to go from the takeout window. How about that? Takeout drinks and watch some football at the southernmost NFC East bar. Shots and giggles in Key West. Beautiful. You'd be able to yeah. watch the playoffs there. So, Harry, they they clinched the number one seed last week with that win. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, you know, they, what they a shit game. That yeah. was a shit game. Yeah. It really That's, was. Eight, week 18 blows. Yeah, see, That's the problem with just extending the season. You're just delaying the shit games. Well, it's see, too many. Hold on though. If they only had 17 games, week 17 would be a shit show too. Whatever the last week is yeah. sucks. Okay. Yeah, so just get to the playoffs. But what I'm saying is, and the reason it sucks more now is because they've been putting these loading in these divisional games in the mm. final week of the season. They did it about, I don't know, five, six years ago. They started yep. to do that. And I think it's, it's no good. Because no, I agree with you. Have you. So it many takes teams, away the meaning. Right. You have so many teams that are either already in or already out, and the game means nothing. So they don't want to play their quarterback or, or star players. And, you know, the season ticket holders go to the link to see the Cowboys, let's say, or the Giants yep. in, in a meaningful game. And, you know, it's half the roster. It's like a preseason game. It sucks. Yeah. So I get totally away agree. from the division games on week 18. I think that will help things. The division game should start after week two. Everybody has a chance to knock off the rust and right. end by week 12. By week 12? Week 12 or 14. Just to, so, so they don't get into this, this period where things don't matter for a team or a team's trying to lose. Everybody's still kind of in the mix, mm. in the mix, in the division. In the mix, yeah. yeah. Because you're right. Like Those are games are the ones that everybody's looking forward to because that's the rivalry. I don't right. want any of those games to ever be meaningless. Right. How about the fact that the Eagles have played the Cowboys twice, as they always do, and neither team had their starting – both of their you know starting quarterbacks were on the field. Dak missed yeah. the first one. It was Cooper Rush, yep. and Jalen Hurts played in that one. Then no Jalen Hurts – uh, you know, a couple of weeks ago, and Dak played. Yeah. So now they're going to meet in the playoffs, most likely. I think Dallas is going to beat Tampa Bay, and then they're going to come to the link in the divisional round. Okay. How about that? No, that'll be – that. see, as much as we're bitching about meaningless games against division opponents, that'll be outrageous. Well, that'll be great. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, you know. Obviously, oh, great. It's and, Cowboy Week. Cowboy hey, Dave. Yeah, now you got to hope that uh, Lane Johnson is good to go. I think he's the biggest key here. I mean, obviously I hurts. Well, hurts, but yeah, then him. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you look yeah. at the numbers of his individual under a microscope numbers 
are insane, Lane Johnson. Like he he's going to the Hall of Fame. Uh, I think so too. Yeah, I think he. You know, you can make a case he's the best right tackle in the league for a decade, though, and has been. Yes, and he's drafted in 2013. Yeah, that was the year that uh, Chip Kelly here came here, and that was his first draft pick. Yep. Yeah. Now, when second I get overall to, pick there, Harry. Uh, he was the I believe third or fourth pick. Third or fourth in the draft. Yeah, the Eagles are 12 and 21 without Lane Johnson. They were 12 and 21 without Lane Johnson coming into that Saints game. So they're now 12 and 22. 22. Yeah. 12 and 22 with no Lane Johnson. I think he's given up like one sack in four years or something. That's crazy. Like there's some crazy number. Yeah. It's it's unbelievable how good yeah. he's been. I mean, the offensive line is going to be so key for them. You know, I was listening to um, Johnny Marks and Ike Reese yesterday, and this guy calls in. <laughs> And is like, fire the whole coaching staff. That game plan last week was shit. They stink. Gannon's an idiot. Blah, blah, blah. Get rid of them all. And I'm going, the team is 14 and three. Yeah. <laughs> right. I mean, is that a troll call? Is that just a guy? Just... No, but these, this is that sports radio. Yeah. You know what I mean? And the guy's going, you know, he was saying that it's all Jalen Hurts. So I brought up the defense. And I mean, they had, they set records in the NFL this year. Mm-hmm. Was Jalen Hurts responsible for that defense? I know people don't like a passive approach that doesn't blitz like crazy, like Jim Johnson or Buddy Ryan. But Todd I, I saw a tweet from Ruben Frank that Jonathan Gannon's defense did something like three times already that Buddy Ryan's defense never did. Yeah. I'll have to well, bring I mean, it up here. The key in the NFL is getting pressure with four guys. Yeah, if you can do that, yep. then you can play defense. Yep. Okay. I mean, that's the goal. That's what every defensive coordinator is, is hoping to be able to do. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. I mean, and they just want to kill these coaches. And I'm like, geez, these yeah. guys are great. I, like, I'll tell you, job. I think both of these assistants are going to be gone. They're yeah, both interviewing. They're both interviewing with ever for every opening, and at least one of them, possibly both of them, will be gone. Steichen yeah. and Gannon. I can guarantee you, Steichen's going to get a gig. Yeah. He's going to get a job. I mean, the guy that you can't afford to lose is that offensive line coach. Oh, yeah. Stoutland? Yeah, Jeff Stoutland. Yeah. I mean, he's amazing. Yeah. yeah. I mean, these guys are tweeting Ruben Frank going, hey, Rube, the Eagles had eight games against teams over 500. Uh, and they went, you know, and, and like the Eagles were 7-1 and one against team winning teams with mm-hmm. a winning record. Yeah. The best record since the Patriots went 7-1 and one in 2010 and matching the best since 07 when the Patriots went 7-0. and oh. And there's only 16 games back then, but right. I mean – Jeez, it's crazy that what these people, franchise record for wins and the whole yeah. thing. And it's yeah, they like, lost to Washington too, who had a 500 record. They were eight, eight, and one. Mm-hmm. And then they lost what Dallas and then the Saints, right? Yeah. Yeah. So Dallas yeah. is the one with the actual winning record. And I'll tell you, Dallas Cowboy fans are very, uh, they might act tough right now. They are very scared of this Tampa game. Yeah. Very scared. And with the way Dak Prescott is throwing the ball to the other team, they have every reason to be. All right, here's the one. Um, a guy was questioning Ruba about Gannon and going back and forth with him. And he said, Gannon's had more top 10 defenses in two years than Buddy Ryan had in five years with Reggie, Jerome, Seth, Andre, West, Eric Allen, etc." He said, cracks me up when people complain that the coach of a defense that had 70 sacks isn't aggressive not enough. Mm-hmm. Who knows? It's idiotic. And then the guy said, there's no way that's a real stat. And Rube broke it down. Yeah. 
Buddy's defense is an 86, 17, 23rd, 27th, 8th, and then 12th. Gannon's defense is 10th and 3rd. Yeah. But there was something about those players back then in the the Kelly Green that you feared those guys. Like, yeah, they were vicious. It, like they were just going to tear you up. Yeah. You know? Tear you up, spit you out. So, exactly. So so you think they'll get the Cowboys? Yeah, I do think they, so. And then they end up with who? San Francisco in the in championship game. Well, yeah, San Francisco would get Minnesota or the Vikings. Or, well, they wouldn't get the Giants. If the Giants win, the Giants would come here because they're seated sixth. Mm-hmm. But I don't think the Giants win. I think that I think everybody's on the Giants. That seems to be like the the trendy underdog play of the week is the Giants are going to pull off the upset. I I took Minnesota on the money line. In fact, I put together a five leg parlay. Wow, you got up, a five bagger. I put up on DraftKings the other day. It pays plus seventeen eighty five. Wow. Okay. I took where is it? I have it written down. I took the Chargers. And I laid the two, the two, mm-hmm. at Jacksonville. Jacksonville's another trendy underdog, too. People people all of a sudden are Jaguars fans. Uh, Minnesota on the money line at minus 165. Okay. Uh, the Bills, I'm laying nine. It's now 13 or 14. And you got it Because this was, this was before Tua was, ab- was absolutely out. Mm-hmm. And I laid the nine. I laid the nine and a half with the 49ers. I think that's 10 now. And I took Dallas on the money line at minus 145. The whole thing comes to plus 1788. Wow. Yeah. You'll be a vet. When you're at that Reading Royals game, Harry, and and stopping by the Pagoda to start toasting your wins. Well, no, the first game only starts. On Saturday afternoon at like four o'clock. Yeah, your first, you know, your first leg of the parlay. You'll have it well actually. Yeah, but that won't be over till like seven thirty. Yeah. Well, you're staying for the whole game. I decided. No, I'm not. No, no, <laughs> no I am not. There's no. no way. I wouldn't stay for the whole game at an NHL game. No, you didn't. You saw Line A snipe, and you were yeah, out the and door. I'm out. I can't. I don't I, even I think saw, you turned the car off, Harry. I saw what I needed to see. I'm out. I've seen it enough. I've seen it enough. You, you think I want to be sitting there in that traffic? Good yeah, Lord. exactly. No way. Oh, here's Joey thing. B. Now, look at this. Who has a better 5 o'clock shadow, Harry Mays or Frank Nabilo? That's a pretty – I think that's a push. Yeah? Frank Frank Nabilo is a golf announcer. He's mm-hmm. a um, former player from New Zealand, I believe. Pretty good player back in his day. He's got a great scruff. And then he asked this question. Now, this is this could be one of the dumbest questions ever. Wow. Who's, hot, who's hotter? There. Amanda Balionis. She has a different name now. It's Amanda Renner. She got married. Or Paige Spiranak. That's Paige hmm. Spiranak will boat race Amanda Renner Balionis. See, they're two different kind of looking girls, though. Balionis yeah. is more like the girl you'd take home. Paige Spiranak's the girl that... You just no, get that's a hotel the girl room by home. the hour. No, Paige Spiranak is the girl I'm taking home. Is that right? <laughs> yes. Did you see uh, the outfit change that she did mm-hmm. uh, for the national championship game where she was wearing the TCU thing and then she had the cowboy hat on yep. and then she put on the Georgia stuff? Oh, I, I think I this. watched that 10 times. She She's outrageous. She got into a thing with a guy because he was saying that you're more known for your cans basically then your golf swing and she's like thanks for breaking the news yeah she knows that yeah she's yeah. not a fool 
Yes, um, I know. She's from Lancaster, huh? Yeah, she's a Lancaster native. Yeah. Oh, wow. It's down there last weekend for one of Evans games down in Lancaster. Is that right? I always like driving down there, Harris. I like I like seeing the horse and buggies. It reminds me of like frontier America. Really? I think it's cool. Yeah. Go to the Amish market every week here in Westtown. Okay. Load up on some good uh, deviled eggs. <laughs> you know, they make great stuff. Always De- hit that. Deviled eggs. What is that? You don't the, like the deviled egg, Harry? Well, it's a that's like a hard boiled egg, right? Yeah, and, and it's and it's like red. Yolk and they yeah, and they that's paprika. Is that what that is? Use your paprika, man. Uh, yeah, it's good. I love them. And they slide down. I mean, I'll eat like a half dozen of them. A I'm half sure. dozen eggs. Yeah, and look, dude, out, that's man. not good for you. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, come eggs on, are a good source of protein. Yeah. Ha- have you been um seeing what's going on with the Flyers here lately, Harry? No, I have not. <laughs> ah, that's an outrage. Yeah. TK with a a, a hattie last night, Harry. <laughs> Lost against the Capitals. Yeah, they and Caps have won some straight, 12, 3, and 3 since December 1st. Yeah. And they went out and beat them 5 to 3 last night. Ovechkin oh. held off the board. Hart made a great save on a two zone breakaway by uh, Ovi. Oh, yeah. And all of a sudden, they've won six of seven games. Well, and they're, now they're screwing it all up. That's, that's what people say. Well, I mean, you got to try to do your best to get Bedard here. Don't, tank don't hard to, for Bedard? Yes, tank hard for Bedard. I mean, I've heard from some other guys, you know, not just you, that this guy is freaking unbelievable. Oh, yeah. He's yeah amazing. Yeah. I mean, look, the water is going to find its, its high level anyway at the end of the season. This is a run within a season mm-hmm. and a good period for them. They're playing well. The coach has really got them going and the structure's there and all that, and right. they're getting scoring now. But the fact still remains is they lack talent. They're going to be trading guys at the deadline, so they're going to be de- depleting the roster even further. So okay. they're going to find their mark. They're not going to be the worst team in the league. They were never going to be. That's hard to be the worst. I mean, you got to be really bad. Yeah, I mean, you know? the other night I looked at Anaheim's schedule or their standings. They had played 38 games. They won four games in regulation. Wow. Imagine sucking that bad. Wow. And who else is bad? The Blackhawks and Phoenix. Yep, they're the worst. And, yeah. Yeah, Arizona. Yeah. You go Phoenix. That's old school, Harry. Yeah. Um, how about, speaking of bad teams, the Houston Texans last oh Sunday. Oh, my God. What a mess. I mean, they fucked it all up, okay? They, they need a quarterback, okay? And – they go and win the game, and and Lovey Smith, I think, you know, did this intentionally because he knew he was getting fired. And I don't blame him. And you know, half of me is like, yes, yeah, stick it to him. Like you know, mm-hmm. they bring you in there for the one year. You have no talent, and and give Lovey credit. His those guys played hard. I saw a lot of them on the red zone during the season. Yep, and they would play hard in every game, and that's you got to credit the coach for that. Yep. Um, so he got screwed. This is two years in a row now. They've brought a guy in and fired him after one year. It's an it's an Mess. awful organization. Okay. So I think he intentionally because he went for two. Not only did they get the, the sort yeah. of the miracle touchdown at the end, this stupid Indianapolis Colts safety or cornerback, whoever it was, puts his hands up. The ball goes right between his hands into the arms of the receiver for the Texans in the end zone. Touchdown. And Lovey's like, we're going for two. We're going for yeah. the win, man. And they got it. And yep. now they screwed up the number one pick. They got to pick second behind the Bears, who are going to hold everybody ransom because people want to jump up there and get Bryce Young or, you know, whoever it is. But now the Texans are sitting there in number two. I mean, And he got fired. And he got fired, yeah, yep. immediately after the game. I think he knew it anyway because he had met with the ownership, I think, the day before. Prior. Yeah. 
And I think I think he was he knew what was coming. And that's yeah, and why I mean, he stick did it in your keister. And that's why exactly. the players played hard, played their ass off for him in that game, too. Because I got right. news for you. Coaches and players don't give a shit about your draft position. No, they don't. They don't. They're just looking at that guy as a guy that's a higher pedigree player to take a job. Exactly. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You think and, Davis Mills gives a shit whether you're going to go get Bryce Young or CJ Stroud? He's like, that guy's going to come in here and take my job. Yeah. I'm gonna be on the uh, I'm gonna be at the unemployment office because of this guy. Yeah, I'll be I'm supposed up. to I'm supposed to suck for him. Mm-hmm. Players don't think that way. No, if they it's a fan thing. The scoreboard, and these guys are competitors. They want to win the game. In fact, I want you to ask Tortorella post game after a big after their next win about tanking for Bedard and aren't you screwing this all up for the for the franchise? I'm not and that question. He will he'll punch you he in the face. Me. Yeah, yes, I'm not doing that. Can't you get one of these donkey guys to do it? Oh, man, he is tough on a few guys. Somebody had messaged me that, you know, he was pretty terse with a female reporter and that, you know, people were saying, oh, he he's, uh, you know, because they're female. And I go, have you listened to the press conferences? It doesn't matter if you're female. You ask a bad question, he lets you know. Right, right. <laughs> like right, Sam right. Carcini gets eviscerated by the dude. Sam goes <laughs> on his diatribe yesterday in the presser. You know, Torch, you've been in the league a long time. You were assistant coach when Gretzky was in the league. Which player is harder to defend, Gretzky or Ovechkin? And Torch gave him a look like he just ate a bad taco. <laughs> and goes, Sam, ask me about my team. I don't care. <laughs> I just turned away. Oh, that's so great. Yeah. And there's this that's one the... kid, like a young kid there, trying to cut his teeth and keeps uh-huh. asking these questions. And Torch is like, I don't know what you're asking. Right. <laughs> it's like yeah. it's ridiculous he's like i don't mean yeah. to be disrespectful but jesus what are you asking me yeah torts has a good beard he does he's got good, good face good facial hair you know what he you know what he rocks hair what's and that i think you could pull off if you wore a suit more often is the sweater under the with the suit oh yeah and the jacket on top torts mm. is a big sweater man okay like a like a nice uh cashmere sweater yeah with a slight v-neck so you can yeah, see the tie knot V-neck. see the tie knot yeah yeah that's nice um yeah, he's been great though. I had him on uh, to tape an interview last week, and he gets on like my Zoom thing on here on Streamyard, and he goes, "Am I on camera?" And I go, "No, you're not on camera. You just, you just, we're just using audio." But I said, "But you look great." And he goes, "Fuck you." <laughs> no way. Yeah. Oh, he's always dude. breaking my balls. He's great. That's though. great. That's yeah. great. Guy drives like a Ford pickup truck. You know, he, he does. Oh yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, yeah. full king cab hair. Wow. Yeah, he's yeah. great. I, I'm yeah. really enjoying covering him. You you know I was a fan of his for a long, oh, yeah. long time. So. Well, you and I both were very supportive of, you know, when they when you knew they were going to be getting a new coach, that he be the guy. Yeah, we mentioned him right away. Like exactly. The day after A.V. got zipped. Right. Like, Torts, that's the guy. Um, we didn't know Trotz was going to come available, but you know, how that all played out. Let's tell the people before we get to uh, one more topic here on the show, Harry, about Wealth Advisory Services. Yeah, Wealth Advisory Services, if you don't know them, you should. Paul, Dave, and the entire team have over 100 years of first-class service working with all different levels of investors across the country. And there's something more powerful than luck or just coincidence that uh, that will help bring financial independence. It's called planning. And as professionals dedicated to continuing education and a high standard of ethics, they leave nothing to chance. Wealth Advisory Services coordinate with other trusted pros to ensure seamless management of your assets with services that range from portfolio management, insurance, tax, estate, retirement planning, and beyond. Located in Bucks County, PA and Cape May, New Jersey, wealthadvisoryservices.com, a personalized approach to managing your wealth. 
Now, Harry, we lost one of the uh, great guitar players over the past uh, couple of days. I know that uh, I see Joey B uh, mentioned yeah. it here on our on our thing. Jeff Beck passed away. Yeah. What was he? Um, 78, I believe. 78 years of age. Yeah, Joey yeah. B says, rest in peace, Jeff Beck. Now, I was never a big Jeff Beck fan. It just never resonated. I recognize how great of a musician he was and innovator and nobody kind of played the instrument like he did, but it never resonated with me for some reason. Yeah. I'm the same. And it's like, first of all, his stuff was very rarely on the radio. Mm -hmm. He didn't have hits, you know, I mean, superstitious might be the the song that I may have heard the most that ain't superstitious where he uses that wah, wah, you know, it's Mm -hmm. a very, and Rod Stewart is on the vocal. Yep. Um, but I'm the same with you. Like everybody kept on, you know, all these people talk, oh, Jeff Beck, man, he's the greatest. And I'm just like, okay, but why don't I hear his music? You know, yeah. like I got to, if I have to go seek you out like that, I don't, you know, I'm just not interested. Yeah. Like it's sort of like Zappa to me. Like yeah. Zappa has a lot of respect and yeah. was a brilliant guitar player and just a brilliant guy. Um, but like his, his stuff was never on, on the radio and I never bought a record and it was a very different stuff. You had to get Zappa. I never really kind of got Zappa. I never got Jeff Beck either. Oh man. Yeah. Ugh. Maybe I'll give a listen to one of the first two albums. Gene Simmons put out a tweet, uh, yesterday, you know, saying rest in peace and so forth. And he said, you know, if you, if you're into music, go get your hands on the first two Jeff Beck records. Uh, and you'll know what greatness sounds like. Something like that was his tweet. So yeah. maybe I'll check out some of the first two records. Yeah, I mean, there's some bands that, that I really like now that I didn't get right away. And it's a little time to crack the code. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. Where, like, I'm go, I, like, I first hear it, and I go, I don't know. I mean, it's not hitting me. And then yeah. before, it's, it's like TV shows. Like some TV mm-hmm. shows you watch, you hear how great they are. And then all of a sudden, it becomes one of your favorite shows of all time. Right. Just, I'd never spent enough time on Jeff Beck to do that. But like, you know, I was more interested in guys like Eddie Van Halen and Jimmy Page right. and, because I heard yeah. their music on the radio and I didn't exactly like you said, I didn't hear Jeff Beck. I heard yeah. Hendrix. Yeah, I would have had to work out. too hard as a kid to go find Jeff Beck. Yeah. You know, but uh, like I saw this yesterday, uh, yesterday. Musicians, musician is what he is. Yes, exactly. And people get ready. Uh, Joey B points out the Rod Stewart song. I remember the video. I mm. think they were, weren't. You saw Jeff Beck playing, and he played with his fingers. He didn't use a pick. I don't yeah. think the he was one of those on you know, finger guys. Yeah, on a on a Fender Strat. You always yep. saw him with a Fender Stratocaster. Um, but that is a good song, and it's a pretty cool uh, lead guitar in that one. But somebody put this on Twitter that the Rolling Stones need a bassist and a drummer, and then they had a picture of Paul McCartney and Ringo Starr, the two surviving Beatles. Would that be the coolest fucking thing if they did a a limited tour where McCartney and Ringo joined those guys, those three guys on stage? The Rolling Beatles, like it would be like a super group. Wouldn't that be unbelievable? I never even thought about it. Like, I can't believe I didn't think this. Yeah, they could do each other's catalog. Yes. Yeah, I mean, they do, you know, they could do... 80 songs and you'd know every one by heart, but you know, get 20, 25 great songs, couple from each and go to town. It would be, I mean, they can name their price. They could name their price for a ticket. Yeah. I mean, you'd have to probably bring in another guitar player to go along with Keith Richards because some of those, a lot of those Beatles ones are pretty intricate with 
you know, because you had George Harrison and you got Lenny Ronnie Wood there too. You got yeah. Ronnie Wood. You know? Yeah, yeah, pull it. I think that'd be amazing. I'd love to see some kind of conglomeration. Wouldn't that be great of those two. I mean, that would be like Legends Night. I mean, yeah, I've never seen anybody from the Beatles live. I never saw McCartney solo or Ringo or I didn't George either. Harrison. I, I'm kicking myself for never going to see Ringo Starr's All Star Band mm -hmm. when they'd come around in the summertime, like the Man yeah. Music Center, because Joe Walsh played in that for for many years. And you look at the collection of musicians that played in that; it's pretty. Oh, yeah pretty steep man yeah, yeah yeah that's some high class stuff there yeah. um joey b goes love how harry and Mert light up when they talk music yeah we would have yeah. rather done that four hours a day when we were doing the radio oh, dude program. i wanted to be ray coob are you kidding me like yeah like i'm aspiring to be ray coob we can instead of doing the uh the the the, the rant line whatever we called that thing what was that thing oh. called uh I, I i forget uh, instead of doing that at one hour what's your beef What's your beef? That, that was you and Rob. <laughs> yeah. Um, but we could have done an album side. Yeah, right. Could have given you uh, no Led kid. Zeppelin 1 side A. Right. Yeah, you know, the guy that I love is, um, I'm going to forget his name, but the guy on Sirius XM um, with the deep voice. Used to be on MMR. Oh. Um, oh in the man. deep tracks. He does deep tracks. He does out the deep cuts. Um, just in fantastic voice. Why can't I remember his name? Yeah, I'm, I can't remember it either. You can't either, <laughs> but he's awesome. And he does a head trip thing where he puts together, you know, five, six, seven songs in a row. And there's all like a common thread, a common theme to it. Earl yeah. Bailey. Earl, Earl Bailey. Yes. Yeah. I didn't even know a lot of specialty shows back in the day. Yes. That guy is amazing. Yeah, and the knowledge that he talks about. Oh, yeah. Is, yeah, is great. Like, stuff that you go, man, you probably played that song 100 times, and you're telling me something I never heard about somebody that I've read and, and watched a shitload about. Right, yeah, really cool. Uh, you sent me this thing um, today, a tweet uh, from, uh, let me see who it was from here. Oh, uh, Riled said, Up. That was it, the Riled Up line. The Riled Up line, Colin yes. Colin Berger, nice job, yes. Let's take a live call, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's uh, uh, so you sent me this tweet from the Rock and Roll Garage that 54 years ago today, mm -hmm. Led Zeppelin one came out on January 12th, 1969, their self titled debut. Yeah, wow, yeah. 54 years ago, 54 years ago, I was you know three and a half years old, whatever it is. And then I thought, well, that that came out in January of 69. I know that the Zoso album, some call it Led Zeppelin 4 came out in 1971 so i looked up the date it was like november 8th or something 1971 so you think about it in less than three years time they put out those first four albums which you could make a case are, are you know the best string of four albums ever by any mm. band yeah, think about it. one and two were five incredible. houses of the holy not bad <laughs> yeah right how's the holy and then uh, physical graffiti after that um, but man, <laughs> Harry, they put out let that original album on this date in 69. They also yeah. put out Led Zeppelin two on October 22nd of 69. Right. Yeah. Less than a year later. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then they put out uh, Led Zeppelin three in uh, October of 1970. So like a year later. And mm -hmm. then November, a year, 13 months later, they put out their seminal record, Led Zeppelin four. And of course, obviously, Stairway to Heaven, right. all the great songs on there. I mean, yeah, prolific, 
prolific and unbelievable recordings and songwriting and everything. I was talking to my daughter today and we were listening to Dark Side of the Moon. Mm. And she was asking me questions about it. And I said, the, the thing you got to realize when you listen to this is every like note or change or arrangement you hear all was thought about. Mm-hmm. Like, and probably argued over with that group. Yeah. Like, that's what went into that music. It's not this auto-tuned crap that's out right. now, Harry. Right. I, I did the Rick Beato, What Makes This Song Great, on Roundabout by Yes the other day. Man, Ooh, was fun. that awesome. Talk <laughs> about some great musicians. Oh, when he drops, you know, just plays like the guitar track or the bass mm-hmm. track, it's amazing. Yeah, he, he really solos amazing. it out and naked yeah. them, and they're unbelievable. Even vocal tracks, it's like, oh my yeah. God, so scary. So great. Now, I got to ask you, um, unless you got more music stuff, because there's another, this other thing came up. Uh, did you see the Dana White video of him slapping his wife at a no. New Year's Eve party or something? Yeah. UFC president Dana White, uh, TMZ published the video on January the 2nd of White slapping his wife, Anne, at a New Year's Eve party down in Mexico. She hits him. She hits him first. And then he whacks her, I think, twice. Reprehensible. Okay, he's exposed himself for for being a a total ass. Yeah, class bad guy. Um, but he has a slap fight league that was supposed to debut on January the 11th. Slap fighting. Why are we doing this? Have you heard about this? No. Who's into this? It's called Power Slap League. The Power Slap League, backed by White, licensed by the Nevada State Athletic Commission, features competitors from all over the globe. And according to their websites, competitors will battle on the ultimate stage to showcase their power, technique, and resolve. The first season has eight one-hour episodes. They were going to debut it on the 11th, but they pushed it off because of this, this video that came out of Dana actually slapping his wife. So they delayed it a week. It's going to debut on the 18th. The rules of the competition are straightforward. It says two fighters alternate between being the striker and the defender, the striker gets 30 seconds to wind up and slap the shit out of their opponent who holds a power slap stick behind their back with both arms exposing their face. Oh, my God. The fighters who are knocked down are given a 10 count from the ref to rise to their feet. And if neither fighter is knocked out after a specific number of rounds, Power Slap offers three and five round events. Then the bout is settled by judges who analyze the event using a 10-point system. See, you can slap a guy, but if you get enough of the head, like you can slap and come across, mm-hmm. or you can slap and and knock somebody out. Right. Well, it's, it's th- just like a punch because you can use the heel of your hand in there as well. Exactly. And the thing that makes this so dangerous, they say, is because the, nobody can defend themselves. Like their if you're in their back. Right. If you're in their boxing or a UFC, at least you're able to defend yourself mm-hmm. to a certain degree. Um, and it says this see. is stupid. I think so, too. I will never watch this. I don't watch UFC either. Yeah. People probably thought the UFC was stupid, though. And that's a huge thing. I know. I know. Um, We're going to be able to bet on this, Harry. <laughs> probably. Um <laughs> Who's competing in this league? They're going to feature a ragtag group of unknown athletes with eyebrow-raising names and scattered backstories. 
military veteran Jesse Nutting and Wesley All the Smoke Drain are two competitors that they have listed on their website. These guys are training now 24 hours a day, Harry, for a slap fight. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah, I, I will not watch. Yeah, I'm out. But See, that's the good thing about our world today is there's enough other stupid shit I can watch and not have to watch Dana White slap fighting. Yeah, exactly. I mean, come on. Jeez, that is Idiot. stupid. That is I unbelievable. Idiotic. You know, well, and, he, and and he's not going to have to, you know, give up the control of the league. Like, he's not getting canceled for doing no. this. He admitted that it was a horrible thing. Like, he took ownership of it, I, I saw the other day. And that, you know, great. But, you know, like... Half of me, I'm such a cynic when it comes to promotion. Half of me thinks he did it on purpose. Yeah, and it leaked on purpose. Right. To prom- to do exactly what just happened here. Exactly. For us, us fucking, you know, to talk about it. Right. God yeah. damn it, we fell for yeah. it again. Martin Roach says, this is actually great. Who would you like to slap? 610. <laughs> <laughs> Who would you like to slap? 610. Oh, my God. There's a lot of people I'd like to slap. <laughs> Start with Paige Spearnack, Harry. Oh, no, I would not slap her. Unless she asked me. Not in me the face. To. Unless she asked me to. Maybe she's in sloppy that. cans. Oh, they're not sloppy. No. Are you kidding? You unfurl those things? I, they couldn't oh. get sloppy. Oh. About 10 years and a couple of kids not feeding on those yam bags could. Oh, Jesus. A yam bag. Uh, let's tell the people about Fudge Kitchen, Harry. I'm sure they want to follow up that segment. Oh, the official sponsor for of Not For Long Media and the Aji's podcast, the original Fudge Kitchen, a staple of the Jersey Shore. Six locations, Cape May, Wildwood, Stone Harbor, and Ocean City. The original Fudge Kitchen, you know, they make all their fudge and sweet treats right in the store, guaranteeing a delicious product. You got to stop by and let them know that N4L sent you. But if you're not able to visit in person, no problem. They ship across the country. Be sure to check them out at fudgekitchens.com. Of course, Valentine's Day, not far behind, not far along. Uh, great gift idea. The original Fudge Kitchen, shipping fudge and sweet treats across the country. Well, taste summer. Uh, Colin yeah. says, uh, how about the PGA Tour Netflix documentary series that's coming out, made by the same people that got yeah. me into F1, Harry, Drive to Survive. Yeah, it's starting in middle mid-February, I think, the mm-hmm. first episode comes out. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, that'll, that'll be, cool. be very interesting. Yeah. It, it'd be cool to know if there's, like, you know, some cool personalities and petty rival, you know, all that yeah. stuff behind the scenes that could grow the sport like it did for Formula One. Yeah. I mean, um, I you know, I know a lot about the tour, obviously, but I'm hoping to learn stuff from this. I'm hoping they they, they do exactly what you just said. You know, yeah, kind of really problem. dig in there. Some guys that you like, you may not like. I know, I know. Mm-hmm. They, That's exactly. the problem. Right. It's the problem with social media. There's like some athletes you go, I'd rather know less. Well, well yeah, it's like Phil Mickelson. I used to mm-hmm. be the biggest Phil Mickelson fan. Now, I, you know, it's I'm maybe a third of what I was. Yeah, I was him. a big Mickelson honk as well. Yeah. Um, anything else you want to get to, Harry? Uh, no, I think that's about it. I got a text oh. here from Raider Frank. He says, bro, you totally fucked me up with this Aji's podcast notification this late in the day. Surely it was Harry's fault. Hashtag, <laughs> ah, jeez. <laughs> yes, he's, he knows me well. Keep it, was, toes. it was my fault. Oh, I restrung. I got the guitar restrung. I got it all tuned up, uh, took it in. You know, they looked at the neck and made sure everything's, you know, they do like a whole a whole thing. Yeah, over they there tune it guitar, up again. At yeah. Guitar Center. Yeah, it cost me a hundred bucks. And okay, I got nice, so nice new strings on it, and I'm and I had it out the other day, 
Well, you got the uh, 11s on there, Harry, the 11 gauge? Yeah, 11 gauge. They're, they're okay. Maybe, maybe I might want to go down to 10. Yeah, it's a little um, little better on the fingers for you. You haven't played in a while. What yeah. kind of what kind of acoustic is this? It's a Gibson. Oh, the guys over Ooh. there at the store were raving about it. They're like, is that right? Like, oh, you're the guy that has the 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 one with the star inlays. I'm like, yeah, that's mine. Oh, we we were all digging on that guitar, like all those guys were talking about it. Yeah, wow. you, don't, you don't see this guitar. In fact, yeah. I, maybe maybe I'll go get it. Hold on. Yeah, I want to see this thing with the star inlays. I, I'm a big inlay fan, and uh, you don't see many acoustic gibsons and more of an electric i'm a big gibson guy hence the sg behind me and the les paul to my right i oh, can't see it let me see if i move in the right there's the les paul the black one um but harry's breaking it out right now getting back it's never too late Harry, to get back in oh wow that's a beauty i love this uh, guitar that's, it's uh, a nice Karina color. Yeah, it's with a like, cutaway. That's, that's maple, and it's a nice mm -hmm. cutaway, right? Yeah. And then you see, like in here with the frets, these are stars. Oh wow! There's like a pearl inlay star uh, thing all the way up the neck. Let me see the uh, headstock here. there. Yeah. Nice. That is an absolute beauty. Yeah, it's called a starburst. I bought this back in, uh, I want to say '95. Mm -hmm. I've had it for 30 years, you know, and I looked it up. It's worth about two to three thousand bucks now. No shit. Yeah. I paid for like like six hundred bucks for it or something. Wow. Yeah. And, you, and you've been picking on it a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. It was doing coming back well. to you a little bit. A little bit. It's, it's funny how it comes back. Like at first you you act like you, you've never picked up an instrument before. And then 20 minutes later, it starts that muscle memory. Yeah, it's amazing. I was, you know, just doing some Tom Petty stuff and simple stuff. Yeah, a little but, four chord, four four progression of Tom Petty. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's, that's, I'm glad that you picked it up, Harry. It's very yeah. therapeutic, and well, it is. Guitar you just dropped. It. Yeah, I just broke it. No, yeah, I'm it's definitely now. Are you in a standard E tuning, Harry, or did you go with a Dadgad? Well, I mean, <laughs> I will be able to do that because I'll just look it up on YouTube and and yep. change it. But uh, it's a standard tuning. Yeah, you get to send you some tablature for the rain song, which is in Dadgad. Oh yeah, Led Zeppelin, which is one of his great instrumental melodies. So, yeah. great job on that. We'll yeah. have to get you, uh, you and Tommy Conwell, to pick a few tunes coming up here on the program. Right? Yeah, three. It's still worth three grand, Joey B. It's fine. Everything's yeah. fine. Yeah, nothing broken. No. Nope. All right, that's gonna put a wrap on this one, Harry. Episode yep. forty-eight in the bag. Uh, everybody, thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Make sure you leave us those five-star rating reviews. If you're on the if you're one of the commenters during this program and you have not left a rating and review, I will block you on the commenting until you do. So, damn it, do it. Spread the word. We'll read them next week. Yeah. All we'll right. Do exactly that. And we'll be back next week. Have a great week, Harry.